This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. Um, You know, we, we got past Black Monday with not have to worry about any coaches getting fired with the Browns. That, this is always like <laughs> hallelujah on, on Monday for that. But uh, we are into game week now, and uh, obviously we've had the team talk a little bit. Uh, where are we injury-wise with this team as we head into Houston? Yeah, I mean, uh, the days of yore right now, we would be uh, speculating as to who the new GM and the coach were, but uh, we haven't had to do that for four years, which is nice, and uh, the Browns uh, get to get wild as uh, Greg Newsom had the, I don't know if you saw the photos. The and cards. What was, what was it? Uno. Oh, was Uno. The wild cards from Uno, yeah. Ah, so, now I get it. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I asked him if he was a better Uno player or a cornerback, and he goes, well, that's kind of asking, you know, who's the GOAT, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? It's debatable. So, hmm. uh, but on the injury front, look, I mean, obviously not good news. Kicker Dustin Hopkins, uh, Kevin Stefanski said on uh, Wednesday that mm, it does, or I should say Tuesday, uh, that it doesn't look good for this weekend. So uh, that means uh, he's not going to be available. So that is what it is. Um, and Riley Patterson will remain uh, the place kicker there. Grant Delpit, who's uh, still on injured reserve, they could activate him. Uh, Stefanski kind of left the door open a little bit that uh, maybe Delpit will be able to come back. We'll see. Uh, um, but I, I, I kind of figured that that was a little bit of a positive. The player that I'm most concerned about, though, is Juan Thornhill. Uh, and, and we had uh, uh, talked about this, uh, I think, in one of our previous podcasts, Andy. He's got that calf injury, and it popped back up again last Thursday. And that's a little concerning to me because as we've come to learn here, the, the calf injuries, those can linger for a few weeks. That's That's typically not one of those that in a couple of days – you're good to go. So I am a little concerned about Thornhill's uh, availability this week because that calf injury popped up. He did not practice uh, on Tuesday. I have to get used to this like new work, the, the, like this new week, because as we record this, it is Tuesday. Right. Um, Tuesday is a Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday is going to be Thursday. Thursday is going to be Friday. <laughs> and then, of course, Friday is going to be the travel day Saturday so that they can, of course, play uh, the wild card game in Houston uh, Saturday afternoon at 4.30, our time. But, yeah, so uh, that's where we are on the injuries. Uh, a couple of guys didn't, you know, Joe Batonio, Amari Cooper, those guys ain't worried about their availability, at least right now as we uh, speak. Uh, 
Um, we'll see uh, as the week goes on, but it sounds like it's been like it's been for like throughout the season where those guys get the first practice uh, of the week off. Uh, let me just just dig in a little deeper. We feel comfortable that Amari Cooper is going to be playing in this game, right? Yeah, I, I feel pretty comfortable about that. In fact, I'm expecting we're going to hear from him uh, at some point this week as well. And I, I hope he's available because um, he basically took a blowtorch to the Texans secondary the last time they yeah. played, 265 yards, uh, which was a franchise record, uh, two touchdowns plus a two-point conversion. I'm guessing that Houston, uh, when they look at the Browns' offense, they uh, are going to remember where number two is at all times, and they're going to try and cover him. But the thing of it is, Andy, when you go back and you look at that first meeting with the Browns and Texans, they covered him. Like, he made some incredible catches in that game. Uh, This was not an instance where he was going through blown coverages, right? Right. He he was just straight up beating fools in the secondary and racking up big plays and, and yards and then obviously scored a couple of touchdowns too. So... Um, but I have a feeling there is going to be an added emphasis from Houston that let's not forget to cover Amari Cooper. And I am kind of interested to see what the offensive game plan is going to look like, right? Because I do feel like, you know, the temptation for Kevin Stefanski is the obvious, right? Texans are going to, you know, assume that every throw is going to Amari Cooper, which means that could be opportunities for Elijah Moore. Uh, that could be an opportunity for David Njoku, uh, and a couple other guys, Jerome Ford, uh, has done a nice job in recent weeks catching the ball out of the backfield. So I kind of feel like, mm, you, I don't know, does Kevin Stefanski overthink the Omari Cooper thing this week? I don't think he will. Uh, what was I, I was going to ask you about, um, oh, Marquise Goodwin. Out, in, oh, hurt? Uh, yeah, still uh, TBD on that. That's okay. The, uh, later in the week. And, in fact, we're waiting on the uh, – as we record this, uh, we're waiting on the first of, uh, injury report of uh, of the, the the work week, so uh, to get a, a little bit of an update on him. But uh, yeah, he's a, a, a TBD, as we like to say. All right, let, let's talk about CJ Stroud for a second, because obviously Ohio State fans know him well. He only missed two games this year. He threw what? Uh, he played. He threw for over four thousand yards. 4,100 yards and like 28 touchdowns. He ran three in. um, Just simply spectacular season for a rookie. The odds-on favorite to be the rookie of the year. But again, we didn't see him because he had a concussion. Tell me how the game changes with C.J. Stroud on the field. Um, I think in a couple of ways. He is – you have to respect the arm, but you also got to respect the feet. He averages over four yards a carry. As you mentioned, he scored – three touchdowns on the ground. Um, they they are going to have to hem him in and make him beat you from the pocket, which, by the way, he is, just like Lamar Jackson, very much capable of doing that. Um, you know, Greg Newsom, uh, JOK, we talked to him. Uh, Kevin, Stefan- Kevin Stefanski called him a great player. Greg Newsom said he's one of the best quarterbacks already in the NFL as a rookie. Um, that's obviously tremendous respect. So the Browns are coming into this thing with with eyes wide open. That they 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 understand uh, the difference and the, the dynamic that Stroud brings to the table in this game. And so um, I don't anticipate this is going to be a thirty six to seven game in the second half 
uh, like we saw the first time around because C.J. Stroud, he's going to make some explosive plays. But the Browns have the best secondary in the NFL. They were number one in pass defense, uh, number one in overall defense. It's been a very long time since the Browns finished first in both of those categories. Um, they forced the most punts in the NFL this year. Uh, they've, they've held opponents on third down to the lowest percentage uh, of any team in the league this year. They've given up the fewest first downs um, in the NFL this season. So defense travels well. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like, yeah, CJ's a great player, and he's dynamic, and he adds that element to that Houston Texan offense. And they're hot right now. They they went into the, the playoffs here hot. Uh, but I still believe and I uh, th that this defense is going to be able to travel and, and play well. They will be challenged, though. Hmm. All right, Daryl, when we come back here in a second, uh, I want to talk about a few things, uh, other things that we found out today. Obviously, there was a team meeting. I don't know that we were supposed to find out about that. We found out about that. We'll talk about Joe Flacco's influence. Um, and then I also want to get into some other deeper NFL issues and NFL stories that have been going on uh, over the last 24, 48 hours. It is always game day in Cleveland.